Are you working toward your certified economic developer designation? Are you an economic developer deciding whether or not to pursue the certification? Or have you already achieved the designation? In all cases, you're in the right place. Welcome to the 123 CECD podcast. Join your host, Nicole D'Souza, as she explores the path to becoming a certified economic developer and discusses the careers of successful economic developers. It isn't as easy as 123, but let us provide the motivation and inspiration to help you earn your CECD. Hi, Ashton. Thank you so much for joining us on 123 CECD today. Hey, Nicole. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Good, of course. Well, can you start out by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, so my name is Ashton Allison, and I am a consultant with TIP Strategies, which stands for Theory into Practice. Uh, we are a consulting firm that does a variety of economic development work, uh, but we focus primarily on strategic planning and workforce analyses. Uh, we are headquartered in Austin, Texas, and have an office in Seattle where I'm actually located. Uh, and I'm a proud Seattleite, but I'm also a native Texan. I was born and raised in Amarillo, Texas, and spent a good portion of my career there. Uh, I graduated from uh, Baylor University with a Bachelor of Business Administration degree in marketing in 2001 and moved back shortly thereafter. Uh, and I've been at TIP for about a year and a half. Uh, and was most recently the Director of Marketing and Communications for the Amarillo Economic Development Corporation, which is a type A sales tax corporation. So in total, I have been in the economic development field for coming up on just about nine years. Wow, that's very impressive. So you know quite a lot. So can you tell us about how you got into the economic development field? Sure. So. Um, You've probably heard a lot of people say that they stumbled into economic development, and that was definitely true from my experience as well. Um, my path was and continues to be unique and certainly not planned, uh, but it has well, worked out pretty well so far. Um, I started when I discovered, I guess it was back at Baylor University, I, I discovered a love for marketing and advertising. Uh, I was in the business school and knew I wanted to do something business related, but wasn't sure what that was. Um, so I, I took my first advertising course and really fell in love with it and um, decided that I want my, wanted my first work experience to be in an advertising agency environment. So I graduated in August of 2001. And shortly thereafter, um, unfortunately, the September 11th tragedy occurred. Um, and at the time, the company that I'd interviewed with multiple times and was holding out working for went on a hiring freeze, and and they did that not knowing what the aftermath of 9-11 would bring. So I actually ended up accepting a position as an account executive and copywriter at a full-service marketing firm that had a branch office in my hometown of Amarillo, Texas. So um, I did end up moving back, much to my chagrin, uh, but it turned out well. Um, and it also turned out that one of the accounts at that firm was the Amarillo Economic Development Corporation, um, so that was my first official exposure to economic development. Um, I was on that account team for about uh, four years with the Amarillo EDC uh, and learned a, learned a ton about economic development short of actually being employed directly by the Amarillo EDC, um, especially and obviously um, on the economic development marketing side. Um, 
So I was spent about six and a half years with that marketing firm uh, and was somewhat unexpectedly offered the opportunity to become the director for a newly created entrepreneur support organization called Entrepreneur Alliance, which provided various assistance to entrepreneurs and small business small business owners in the top 26 counties of uh, the West Texas region. Um, so I spent about two and a half years there, and from there, I oddly enough came full circle and joined um, the Emerald EDC, the organization that served as my first exposure to economic development. Um, as their director of marketing and communications. I was there about four and a half years, and during that time, I had the opportunity to pursue my economic developer certification. Great. That you've, well, that's, I think that's so cool how you've done all different aspects of economic development. That's very neat. Yeah, it's, it's, been, a, uh, it's been a unique path. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what inspired you to become a certified economic developer? So I credit uh, the leadership and staff of the Amarillo EDC, um, first, and foremost, first and foremost. I also want to credit my colleagues in the High Ground of Texas, which is the uh, marketing coalition for the um, West Texas region that the Amarillo EDC was a part of. Uh, but those groups... Um, really inspired me and encouraged me to become certified. Uh, many of them were, were certified. Uh, also a, require, a requirement of my position at the EDC was to attend a basic economic development course, which by the way, I recommend to anyone who works in economic development. It's, it's a great way um, to get to know the field, uh, all aspects of the field. So uh, really encourage that. Uh, but anyway, my, my boss and two of my colleagues were certified at the EDC, and they encouraged me to explore it and were gracious enough to explain the process and the experience uh, in full candor. And I won't lie, when I first my first few conversations with them um, were, I was a little bit uncertain. And, and when I found out what was involved in preparing for the exam and the pass rate statistics, I was very intimidated and really questioned uh, on the front end whether I would follow through with it. But as time passed and I got more exposure to and experience in economic development, I became more interested in the field and intrigued by the challenge, quite honestly, uh, and decided it was a great move for my career, especially if I was going to continue in the field. Uh, and if nothing else, uh, it was a great um, learning experience. So I decided to take the plunge. How long did the whole process take you from beginning with that basic class to then passing the exam? Sure. So the entire process took me about four years to complete. Um, when I began the process, I was two, two years short of the requirement to have the full years of consecutive full paid, full-time paid experience. Um, and I know some people have taken longer and many others do it on a much shorter time frame, uh, especially if they have the experience requirement already. It just depends on your, your personal appetite and the workload you have to balance it with. Uh, I know some people find it easier to do it on a shorter time frame because it's easier to retain and recall the information. Then again, on a longer time frame, uh, you can spread out some of the work over, over a longer period of time. And I, I would think, you know, that that gives you more of a work-life balance. And that's that's one thing that's tricky to, to have is work-life balance when you're preparing for the, the certification. So definitely important to take that into 
consideration when you're planning for uh, pursuing your CED. Well, what most surprised you about the process to the certification? That is a great question. I'll have to say the comprehensive nature of the exam most surprised me, uh, or maybe a simpler way to describe that would be just the sheer volume of material you have to be familiar with. Um, and I knew going in that it was a lot of information and it would be difficult just based on what I'd heard from others and the pass rate statistics. But once I started actually going through and preparing uh, and studying, I realized the breadth and depth of the exam material and I felt even more challenged, shall we say. Um, and I think uh, the takeaway there too is that many lay people think of economic development or the economic development profession as a very specialized niche field. Uh, but the, the certification process and experience really opened my eyes to how broad econ economic development is, how many applications it has to other fields, how many topic areas it covers, uh, and how many disciplines it employs. Um, so that that discovery was, while it was overwhelming, it actually made it all the more interesting and challenging to me. Um, and I and I really like knowing on a on a on a different note, I really like knowing that people regard the exam as the CPA or the MBA of the economic development field. That's a that's a nice distinction to to have. I agree. I definitely like it when people regard it in that way, especially with you know how challenging it is, and it's easier. I know, I've noticed too when talking to my friends about it or something, since they haven't really heard of it before, I always say, "Oh, it's kind of like you know these other certification exams too," but. For our field. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in some ways, you know, uh, I've heard it's even harder. But, um, but yeah, I think it probably just depends on on how prepared you are. Right, definitely. Well, in what ways have you seen the economic development field grow and evolve? Like many disciplines, technology has changed economic development, and I've had the opportunity to observe that over my tenure. When I was uh, doing marketing for the Emerald EDC at the marketing agency back in the early 2000s, we were placing print ads in the Wall Street Journal, American Airlines Magazine, and a host of trade journals. And the EDC had an elaborate trade show presence and travel calendar. And then when I joined the organization some, uh, I guess, a little less than a decade later, uh, as the marketing director, technology had really changed much of that. Uh, we had a much more robust and interactive web presence. We were doing more digital and online engagement versus in-person engagement decision makers. Um, and our strategy was much more driven by the increasing availability of, of data and, and information. So I would say that um, technology has played a huge role and I've, I've really seen that from, uh, from the different aspects that I've been involved in the economic development profession from being a marketing consultant to now being a strategic planning consultant. Um, and I would also say that technology has really equalized the playing field in many respects, um, but especially in terms of marketing uh, and, and marketing your community to the outside world. Um, information and data are ubiquitous because of, of online connectivity. So if you know how to harness that data appropriately, you can compete uh, effectively for jobs and investment. And there's still no substitute for, for an in-person experience, obviously. Um, but nowadays, decision makers can essentially experience all your community has to offer from the comfort of their office chair. And that's really, really changed the profession. 
If you could choose one thing, what is your most successful economic development tactic? Well, I technically have two, but they're they're somewhat interrelated. Um, I would say number one is re relationship building. Um, and this is really true of anything that you do in life, uh, personal selling, however you want to coin the term, uh, but cultivating um, relationships with other people is is the name of the game in economic development. Um, and and very true in economic development as well. Um, people like doing business with people that they know and trust and like, quite honestly. And so I think that having good um, relational skills, both orally and written, is extremely important in economic development. Secondly, I would say asking questions is, is another really important tactic, again, in, in any profession you choose to go into, but especially economic development, because there, as I mentioned before, there's so much to know uh, regarding economic development, and it's just not possible to know it all. So you can't be afraid to ask questions about the things that you don't know, because you're going to walk into a lot of situations where um, you're not aware of a, a specific industry or a specific um, uh, type of equipment or type of machine that a, that a company is using uh, or a process that they're employing or, or, or anything along those lines. And so you have to be comfortable asking those questions and knowing knowing the right questions to ask uh, and, and developing a strategy from that point forward. And, and that requires a certain amount of humility. So I would, I would say those two are are definitely the, the two most important tactics that have helped me in the profession. Economic development is interesting because so many people in it say, and I agree with them, that um, it's exciting because you never know what you're going to be doing day to day. It's never the same thing. But then you're right with the broadness of the field. I mean, it's difficult to know everything at the same time. Yeah, that's a, that, that is a great point. And that's that's one of the many advantages of economic development is that you do get to do, you know, something different almost every day. Uh, you're rarely experiencing the same day, but at the same time, that makes it makes it difficult to uh, to know everything. And, and really, you just it's not possible. So completely agree with that. Ashton, how do you use the economic development certification actively um, in your work as an economic development consultant? Sure. As I, as I mentioned before, my path to and through uh, the economic development profession has been unique and one that I didn't anticipate or plan for. Uh, and that includes becoming uh, a strategic planning consultant. Um, and there are, quite frankly, a lot of certified economic developers that are, are consultants. But um, I, I certainly see it as an advantage in that I have been in an economic developer practitioner, economic development practitioner's shoes before. So I, I certainly know firsthand um, that feeling, what, what goes through their heads, what they're dealing with. Um, and many of our um, staff at TIP Strategies are also former practitioners, so they have experienced that as well. Um, so I, I feel like the certification, um, on the one hand, brings that, that firsthand knowledge that is very valuable. And secondly, um, it because it is a of the comprehensive nature of the exam and because it covers so many uh, topic areas it's very helpful for going into we work we do work all over the nation and there's you know a, a variety a wealth of different um, issues that economic development organizations are going through and experiencing and so because of that um, because i learned such a, a 
a wide variety of, of topics in my um, preparation for my exam, I'm able to apply a lot of that knowledge to uh, specific situations that we deal with with clients. Now that you have your certification, what's next? Well, you know, I've learned because the the the, uh, the journey has taken me to this to this place. I've learned not to make too many plans, um, but I I do know that I am very much enjoying my experience with TIP strategies and being on the consulting side. And so I want to continue that. I hope I have the opportunity to continue that and work with, um, with more clients across the country and get more experiences under my belt uh, and hopefully um, help them with their, their unique challenges and opportunities. Um, We have a lot of exciting projects on the horizon. um, And so I'm looking forward to, to those. I'm also uh, in the process of completing my first recertification cycle, and so that's been that's been a lot of fun. I uh, have gotten to attend uh, many IEDC conferences and trainings, uh, participated in several webinars. I've actually gotten involved in the Washington Economic Development Association, which is our statewide uh, association, um, and also counts toward my recertification. Uh, and it's just been it's been a pleasure. Uh, continuing to build my network, continuing to grow professionally, uh, and it's a a nice build-in to the program that IEDC uh, gives you the opportunity to to do those things through your recertification process. Yeah, I know that's one thing that myself and several others that I've talked to have been a little confused about, um, is the whole recertification process. I know there's not a lot out there right now on how to do it. I guess, you know, they get into that after you get certified. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you tell someone who is debating whether or not to become certified? You know, plain and simple, I would just say, number one, don't be in a rush. Uh, And number two, do your homework. Uh, Because this is such a significant undertaking and requires uh, such a large portion of time and, and time away from uh, family and all the other things that demand uh, our time in life. Um, it's, it's important that you just take time to think about it, mull through it, uh, do your research, do your due, due diligence to determine if it's right for you and, and the future of your career. Um, and there are a wealth of resources available to help you. This is one of them, the 123CECD blog. Uh, I know there's some others out there. IEDC provides many resources to help educate you on, on the whole process, uh, how much of an investment it takes, how much of a time commitment it takes. I know there's some training programs out there. So there's a lot of resources at your disposal to to weigh uh, the decision of whether to pursue it or not. So definitely say uh, just to not rush it. What advice would you give someone who is making their way through the certification process right now? Well, it just so happens that I just wrote a blog entry for our, our TIP strategies newsletter and blog called the five P's of passing the CECD exam. And that's available on, at uh, www.tipstrategies.com. Or I know on your blog, Nicole, you have, have uh, been gracious enough to include me as a guest blogger. So people can find it there as well. And I won't go through all of it, but I'll, I'll just give uh, listeners a, a brief Cliff Notes version um, and the, the five P's are one plan ahead, make sure, uh, and I've touched on this a lot in our interview, but just make sure you give yourself plenty of time to, to consider the opportunity and to plan out how you're going to approach it. Everyone's different. 
Um, so personal preferences vary, and one um, one way is not right for everyone. So make sure you give yourself plenty of time to plan ahead. Number two, pick a pick other people's brains. Uh, this is a great opportunity to um, to do some things that you probably should be doing anyway as an economic development uh, professional, and that's networking with others, especially uh, certified economic developers. Uh, talk to people who have taken the exam. Um, and learn about their experiences, get tips from them, um, that sort of thing. Find a mentor. Uh, mentoring is, a, is an excellent way to prepare for the exam and just to become a better professional. Uh, number three, prepare. Again, this is a no-brainer, but um, this test requires studying and a lot of it. I know uh, many people have different approaches. For me, it was spending at least a couple hours a night for six about six months prior to my exam. Um, and I did take, I uh, know some people take a week off before the exam. I took a full day uh, and actually arrived at the conference early or arrived at the exam early to just study for a full day um, before the exam, not to cram, but just to make sure I, I reviewed all the material and, and was fresh, it was fresh on my mind. Um, so uh, preparing is essential. Number four, practice. Uh, and this is especially important in the essay portion. Uh, people, um, sometimes people who don't pass, it's not because they don't know the material, it's because they don't finish in time. And I just was a, a proctor for an exam at, at the Little Rock conference and several people uh, didn't, weren't able to complete the test because time was called. So I would definitely practice, um, if you can, short answer and multiple choice, but definitely the, essay practice writing your essays because that's the most time-consuming portion uh, and I see that it's the, the, the hardest to finish so make sure you come up with good questions and then time yourself and write the answers and, and gradually increase your time constraints to uh, to hone your techniques and finally uh, and most importantly really is to pat yourself on the back because uh, even if you consider the the uh, opportunity but decide not to take it on, it's it's uh, you should commend yourself for um, for um, furthering your career. Uh, for me, the certification it's not something I anticipated doing, but it's been a great asset for me to have. Um, so um, it's important to take time. And plus, you know, when I was studying for the exam, uh, it became uh, overwhelming, and it was a it was a, a difficult. Um, process in some respects. And so taking time regularly to just commend myself for my accomplishments and, and how far I'd, I'd come was important um, to keeping me motivated to keep going. So, uh, but again, like I said, if you're interested in reading that blog, it's available on our website and I know on your website, Nicole. Truly. I mean, I do invite everyone to check out that blog too. It's really, really good information, good advice for anyone well, I have a couple wrap-up questions for you, Ashton. The first is, what motivates you? What gets you up in the morning? Well, you actually mentioned it earlier, Nicole, and that is variety is the spice of life. Uh, I truly love economic development because I know when I get up in the morning, I'm rarely, if ever, going to experience the same day twice. Uh, and this is especially true in consulting uh, because we're doing work all over the country. So we're, we're constantly going into new places uh, with new projects, new um, situations that we have to to uh, explore and analyze uh, and come up with a unique uh, approach to to address 
the challenges and opportunities in that particular um, city or region or state. So definitely uh, really enjoy that um, I, I do something different each day. Wonderful. That's what I love about it too. Well, and lastly, what is your favorite hobby? Well, it, it goes hand in hand with, with the reason that I like economic development, and that is uh, traveling is probably my number one favorite hobby, just because it gives me the opportunity to go to other parts of the, the nation or the world um, and experience this life, slice of life, um, see how people live from their perspective. Uh, you might call me a wonder, wanderluster. I, I really love discovering um, the diverse ways that people live and do business in different parts of the world. Um, and just thinking about different ways to develop uh, approaches to how how they can uh, address various situations. Um, so yeah, I would say traveling is my definitely my favorite hobby. Great. Well, thank you so, so much, Ashton, for taking the time to join us on the podcast today and give so much wonderful advice to everyone. And I, it's, it's helped me a lot too. And I'm sure that some of our listeners will be um, reaching out to you too, to see uh, if they can get some one-on-one advice from you. Super. I hope so. I, I welcome it. And thank you again, Nicole, for having me. 123 CECD is brought to you by Impact Dashboard, the only impact software built for economic developers. For more information on this podcast or to listen to past episodes, check out www.123cecd.com.